Welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. This week I decided I would tell you the origin of living an ultra life. So this is where the whole thing came from. This is the story. We're going to go through it kind of quick. So this is living an ultra life because an ordinary life is already taken. 2008, all my hopes and dreams came crashing to the ground. And as the pieces of everything I had spent years preparing for and building scattered in the wind, I found myself broken. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I was like a dead man walking, pretending I had it all together, never letting anybody close. I didn't tell people that there were a lot of nights where I just didn't even want to go to sleep because I thought maybe it'd be easier just not to wake up. I spent a lot of time eating and drinking more to try and fill all the gaping wounds that I had. My physical body changed in a way that I never thought it would. Uh, most people didn't know that I was on this slow march to 300 pounds because I hid the 250 plus pounds under loose-fitting clothes. My outward appearances made it look like I was doing okay. At 45, I was still married to the girl that I married at 21. I still held down a sales job and was moderately successful. I went to church every Sunday like I still believed in an amazing, loving God. Inside, though, peeking up through all this deadness that overwhelmed me, there was a tiny glimmer to a desire to start living again. In January of 2010, I decided that my weight gain was enough. I was convinced of that by a button on my size 40 pants popping off as I exhaled, thinking I was relieved to get my pants on that morning, and the button popped off and rolled across the room. So I convinced my wife to do a 10-week boot camp at a local gym with me, and we learned exercises that our bodies didn't like. We interacted with people that were as out of shape physically and emotionally as us, and we learned about this thing called nutrition. And through this boot camp, I reversed the weight gain. I began to lose some pounds that I had put on. And then one day it happened. We were had this instructor, and we were doing this kickboxing, and he had us put our kangoo boots on. Now, kangoo boots are a blast. So think of it as a inline skate with kind of a half moon at the bottom with a spring in between. And what you would do is you would bounce and, you, and, and you're just like bouncing and you kind of felt like being Tigger. It was a blast. But our instructors said, okay, everybody outside and run around the building. Immediately, I was like, uh-uh, this boy don't run because I didn't. So you got to understand every year, when I was in the Navy, we had to do a physical fitness test. Mile and a half run, I think you had like 45 minutes to do it. Every year, I was on the cusp of not quite making the mile and a half in 45 minutes. I hated running. I was just, I, I hated people who ran. I hated running. And so when our instructor said to go run around the building, I was like, I'm not going to do it, but I did it anyway. And as I bounced around the building with the wind gently caressing my bald head, something got reborn in me. And I realized that these moments that were spent bouncing were loosening some grips on me. As I went along and everything and I discovered that, hey, my body's actually capable of a lot more than I thought, what happened was I continued to run further and further. First, I made it all the way to the end of the block. Then I made it a mile. Then I made it all the way to the lake that was like about a half mile from our house, and it was a mile and a half around the lake. And I made it all the way around and back to the house, and I didn't die. 
eventually I decided in January of 2011 that I was going to run this thing called the Marine Corps Marathon. Don't ask me why. I didn't even know what a marathon was. I didn't know what the distance was. I was just like, yeah, somebody said something about a Marine Corps Marathon. I was like, I like Marines. Yeah, I'll do it. So I signed up. I got online early, early one morning. The day it opened up and as soon as they allowed the website to register, I registered for the Marine Corps Marathon. I said, okay, now what? And then I looked and I realized I had to run 26.2 miles in one day. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. But, you know, I was bouncing in my kangaroo boots first year. So October 2011, I ran my very first Marine Corps Marathon in kangaroo boots. You got to think about this for a second. Kangaroo boots were about added about two and a half pounds to your feet. And I was able to do the my first Marine Corps marathon in kangaroo boots. Once I finished it, though, I had been studying. So you guys realize I am a complete nerd. I love to read. I read anything I can get my hands on. And so once I finished the Marine Corps marathon, I said, I'm going to get in real shoes because I want to look like all the real people. You know, the which is it a Shrek movie where there's the, the Pinocchio? I'm a real boy. Yeah, that's I want. I want to be a real runner. So, you know, I studied everything I could find on how do people with weak knees, because I have, I have done everything you can possibly imagine to your knees to injure them and then just stuff the pain. I tore my meniscus when we were in Kazakhstan, had it operated on in Thailand, never did any rehab on it. And, you know, it was just it was crazy, but I discovered that if I went into zero drop shoes and changed my gait from being a heel striker to being a midfoot striker, that the rebound would be on my Achilles and my calves. And as I studied it, I realized, hey, I can strengthen those muscles. I can't do much about my knees, but I can strengthen those muscles. And so I skinnied down to right around 200 pounds and I kind of settled into this running half marathons and marathons. In 2012, my wife and I decided that it was time for us to move her closer to her sister. So we moved to Sheridan, Wyoming, which is not quite the middle of nowhere, but you can spit on it from there. I got a sales job as a national salesman for a company that was based out of Boulder, Colorado, which was six hours away. And I traveled all over the country and I would run half marathons and marathons wherever I could find a half marathon and a marathon. So I just sort of settled into that. And then all of a sudden, the January before my 50th birthday in 2014, I announced to my wife, hey, I'm going to run a 50 miler on my 50th birthday. Well, my birthday is in July. It's hot in July. But I was like, I'm going to run 50 miles on my 50th birthday. I did not realize at this time that there were these crazy people called ultra runners. I'd never heard of them before. I just knew marathons were cool, but I liked trails better. I was in my nice tennis shoes and I was running trails and everything and fell in love with trails. And so I decided I'm going to run 50 miles on my 50th birthday. And the reason I wanted to do that was a visual sign to show that I was going to start the second half of my life stronger. I was going to leave all the pain, all the regrets, all the failures by the side of the dirt roads that I had planned to run my 50 miles on. And so the morning of my birthday with the Bighorn Mountains as my backdrop, my newly appreciated wife assisting me and a determination I didn't even know I had inside of me, I took nearly 13 hours to complete all 50 miles on my 50th birthday. It wasn't pretty, it wasn't fast, but I knew that a new kind of perseverance had been born in me. See, the old dude who was broken physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually had been born again. 
and this new person with a perseverance and a discipline that when he decided to set his mind to something came out of this destructive life that I didn't even know why it was there. But that was the day that I began living an ultra life. I just decided I'm not going to go back to living an ordinary life again because an ordinary life is boring and everybody else is doing it and I don't want to be like everybody else. So I decided I was going to live an ultra life. Now I weigh about 80 pounds less than when I started running. That's pretty amazing. When you think about it, I actually right now weigh about 30 pounds less than when I first ran my very first 50 miles. That's a lot of weight. I did that again. I ballooned back up to 200 during pandemic fun year and just recently lost the 30 pounds again. So that's been a lot of fun. Now I actually feel like I am way healthier than I've ever been in my entire life. The story of living an ultra life is one of a dude who really got brought back from the dead and has a new lease on life. And the new lease on life says, I don't ever want to live a moment of this life like I don't appreciate everything that I have. Running is what rescued me. See, I love running. People say, why do you run? I run because I love running. I run because it makes me feel free. I run because the belief and the determination and the discipline and the perseverance and the willingness to set a goal out there that seems wild and then chase after it with everything you have gave me a new lease on life. See, I don't want to live an ordinary life. I don't want to go back to how I was before and just get comfortable. I want to keep on trying to figure out what is my capacity? How far can I run? I've run 100, so now I'm kind of dreaming about Moab 240. Sounds really good to me. Multi-day race. Even us back-of-the-pack runners can finish the Moab 240 if we just figure it out well enough. I think there's a lot of people who were just like me back in 2008 that are living lives of quiet desperation that nobody really knows that they're in this pit of despair. There's anxiousness, there's worry, there's stress, there's this, this belief that they're not worth anything. And I'm telling you, every single one of us is worth something. If you want to live a life worth living where regrets aren't allowed in, then living an ultra life, the story is for you. If you don't like who you see looking back in the mirror at you, you know, I've been exactly where you were. That's why living an ultra life is for you. If your hopes and dreams are scattered in the wind and you really don't know what the future holds for you, then you know what? Living an ultra life is for you. I just want to encourage you all to start living again. Just don't settle for an ordinary life. Begin living an ultra life and let the adventures begin because there is a ton of life to be lived and I don't want any of y'all to miss out on it. That's it for this week's episode of Living an Ultra Life. Appreciate you guys. Have fun. <laughs>